I'm Thomas Gideon, and this is the audio diary of a peculiar character. In it, I share thoughts about food, drink, beer, travel, music, and life in general in five-minute segments. You can read more at the companion site of A Peculiar Character at peculiarcharacter.com. This week was not a good week. It's the latest in a series of not good weeks in a stretch that admittedly has not been every week, just sparsely throughout the last couple of years that my family has just had to deal with. The only thing you really need to know to get some sense of what it is that is sort of the new routine that we have to go through on a somewhat regular basis is just think about anybody you know in your life that's dealing with a chronic illness, either mental or physical, the kinds of demands that might be made on you emotionally and physically in terms of just the ups and downs that go along with that. That's all it was, a down week. It's something that we're learning to accept and work through. It's not great, but it does give me pause to think about how I'm coping. I talked a little while back about complacency. There was an aspect to that that had to do with coping with these sorts of bad weeks. In terms of when things are good, the expectation that they're not going to remain so, that, that you have to be actively on top of things. I was reading a blog post by a good friend of mine, Chris, where he was speaking about contentment, and he couldn't escape it either. He was genuinely trying to share some positivity, which I really appreciate. I do like the thoughtfulness of my friends and acquaintances online who try to find a better balance of good things to share rather than always dwelling on the challenges in life. Even so, he couldn't escape that notion of the other shoe falling. And that got me thinking about maybe is there another frame that might be helpful in thinking about these things, about how to maintain some sort of balance without letting go or being caught uh, blindsided by life. I've been going back to a conversation I had with a former co-worker some years ago. This is, I think, before all of the things that, I'm, that I've been speaking very obliquely about going on now really had started in earnest. I think it was even before I had recognized that I was burning out at my job. I th- he had some insight, I think, of what was coming. He must have seen some indications that I was struggling in some ways. Admittedly, it was also, he was brought in and working with us much more closely to deal with, in many ways, uh, an event that kind of kicked off a lot of the stressors at work. At Anyway, I, I think he was good and thoughtful in terms of the kinds of suggestions that he had, usually very constructive, for dealing with these sorts of circumstances. So not having all of the details that several years of that all unfolding had uh, to offer, I, it's interesting that I think his insight is something that I, I come back to uh, more than two years on. And it's this, it's that he suggested to think about compartmentalization. And I don't think that that's anything other than that simple idea of being able to think about your life uh, just a piece at a time, rather than letting it completely overwhelm you. I can certainly see a risk in uh, wrapping something up and setting it to the side and it not being any different than being complacent or, or just trying to be blithely ignorant again of whatever it is that I put into that box. I don't think that that's what he meant in terms of compartmentalization. He followed up on that advice with this idea of just work on the things that you can work on. 
and find ways to just kind of put out of mind for now, but be mindful of those things that you can't actively work on. Find some way to not stress about the things that you can't do anything about. And that's so true and resonates with other advice that we hear over and over again that I think it bears contemplation, really trying to put into practice this idea of just dealing with just a reasonable portion of life at a time, good, bad, or otherwise, and trying not to worry about but not lose sight of the rest. I think thinking about that advice is keeping me at least somewhat more calm this uh, latest down week in terms of just being able to focus on other things when there's nothing I can do about what's at the heart of it being uh, a bad turn. And then when there is time to work on, on that, just being able to switch and pay complete and utter attention, really keeping focus on just one thing at a time. Maybe it's that. Maybe it's another way of thinking about those risks of, of multitasking. And maybe it, his advice was about, and I doubt he meant it literally this way, but about the risks of emotional multitasking, that it's really important to just kind of engage your emotion one thing at a time, rather than overstretch yourself in terms of your coping, your empathy, and your sensitivity to the things that you need to pay attention to in life. I would like to thank the Internet Archive for media hosting and bandwidth. The views expressed on this program are my own and where applicable those of my guests and in no way reflect those of my employer or anyone else. This show is produced from 100% recycled bits. Except where noted, permission to recycle those further is granted under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 United States License. That means you're free to change this show as much as you like as long as you don't alter credits and you share your changes under the same license. Theme music is Slow Burn by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0.